Welcome to the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around we are looking at Dead Ringer. It's the first story in the Truth Is Out There short story anthology. The original publication date was February 17th, 2016, and it was published by IDW, which is primarily known as a comic book company and was actually publishing the Season 10 comics at the time that this collection came out. This story was written by Kelly Armstrong. She is a Canadian author who primarily writes fantasy novels. Wikipedia lists her bibliography as including the Women of the Otherworld series, the Nadia Stafford series, the Darkest Powers series, Canesville series, the Age of Legends series, the Blackwell Pages trilogy, Rockton novels, A Royal Guide to Monster Slaying, Young Adult novels, Standalone novels, and then there's anthologies and collections. This appears to be her only X-Files work to date. So this is slotted chronologically in between Fallen Angel and Eve. Mulder and Scully are on the way to a symposium in New York when Mulder pulls off to a detour, and they end up stopping in Pennsylvania to investigate the disappearance and reappearance of a young boy. And what's strange about this is that the boy disappeared from his bed, his family didn't even know he was gone, and then he was found two hours later, a couple of hundred miles away. And he doesn't have any recollection of anything in his life prior to the abduction, nor can he say what happened. The psychologists are saying, well, yeah, he's in shock, it'll take him time to rebuild memories. And when Mulder and Scully are investigating, they discover that He's being helped by Heidi Bannister, who went through a similar experience when she was a child. When Mulder and Scully meet her and find out there are similarities, Mulder suspects that she is older than she claims. She claims to be 37, but he says she's got very old eyes. There's something going on here. And he deduces that both Heidi and the boy, Jason Kent, who disappeared and was returned, are actually Faye or fairies from the forest, this is backed up when they speak to someone who was essentially driven insane and institutionalized by Heidi, who says that it wasn't Heidi he knew because the real Heidi was still in the hole. He checked. When they get directions from him about where to find the hole, they do find the body of the young girl who was Heidi Bannister. Similarly, they find the body of Jason Kent, in the woods as well. And they realize that, yes, these are fae who have taken the human form to replace lost people. And the fae makes the case that is what they're doing wrong. The families are happy. They've been returned. Turns out that the father in the Kent family had been abusive to both Janice and Jason. The mother had originally left him. He promised to come back on one of the conditions she had was that she does not abuse the child ever. And the father was breaking that. So the boy had a broken nose, broken bones, all sorts of long healed injuries that there was no medical record of because those injuries had actually been inflicted by his father. And Heidi the face shows up when the father is going really nuts and over the deep end, insisting that thing is not my son which he knew was the case because he had accidentally killed their son earlier, but he is eventually taken care of by the Fae. And Mulder and Scully are left with no concrete evidence 
of what happened to them, but they also have to ask themselves, is this really wrong? Does the Fae have a point when she says that, no, things are better this way? There's a loving child for the surviving mother, the abuse has stopped, and they will live happy and productive, normal lives. So like the previous story, in this one, the author does a really nice job of finding the character voices. It does feel like it belongs slotted in at this point in time between Fallen Angel and Eve. It does have that season one vibe in terms of the Mulder-Scully relationship and the jokes Mulder tells, that sense of humor. And it is a well-told story. So, so far, I've read a, a couple of stories out of The Truth Is Out There now, and I would recommend both. So continuing as we do by going to xfilesorder.com, marking this as read and seeing what comes up next. The next story in our order is Kadashibari, which I may or may not have pronounced correctly. This is in the third short story collection published through IDW Publishing. It's X-Files Secret Agendas. And that is where we'll go next. It slots in the chronology after Dead Ringer, but still before Eve. So these two episodes both take place between, or these two short stories, I should say, both take place between those same two episodes of the TV series. So please join us back here in two weeks' time for Ryan Cady's Kanashibari. <laughs>